0: Welcome back to the Retro Rampage podcast, BTM Review Presents. I'm Aaron with Zach. Uh, Really big these days, in case you guys are all following it, is this current trend of spiritual sequels um i think the the game waving the flag was uh, mighty number no. 9 which has finally got its release date i believe this spring coming up here soon but that one's been talked about for a couple of years now but it seems like everybody's jumping on that bandwagon you know where the creator of a classic franchise no longer owns the right to the, to the 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 baby he you know helped create but is going to somehow move on and they're getting crowd and obviously the fans are all about it because these 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 campaigns are going extremely well. I mean, there's a couple of new ones out there that just sort of came out of nowhere. And the one I'll mention first is the uh, Banjo Kazooie spiritual sequel, Ukulele. Because we all know that Microsoft bought out the Banjo IP, and they have new jokers that put out those games, and they were fucking horrible. The Nuts and Bolts game, they just they lost. They lost their identity, much like the story with Mega Man, Mighty Number no. Nine. Those Mega Man games kind of lost their identity, yada yada yada. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, it's very classic. It's basically Mega Man without being called Mega Man. It looks like it's a blast. Ukulele. They only released sort of a uh, demonstration trailer, but it looks awesome, man. They even got the same guys that did the original music. Did you check? Did you check that out, Zach? Oh yeah it sounded good man that first banjo kazooie i love it now you weren't a nintendo guy growing up here you didn't have an n64 rather did you play banjo no i didn't get to you still haven't no not yet it lives up man it's like everybody out there i mean can probably attest but you know mario 64 sort of changed the game and then it produced all these clones in that era uh especially on the n64 even on the sony playstation they they pretty much uh, uh they pretty much displayed what a 3D platformer should be, and the only one that was really, really worth a damn, worth its weight in salt, was Banjo Kazooie, and it was so good, and it's still, like Mario 64, insanely playable to this day. I actually played Banjo Kazooie just a couple of months back, and cleared it. It's so much fun. So, but anyway, um the music is brilliant, obviously, uh, you have Banjo and Kazooie, the whole soundtrack is made up of banjo and fucking kazoo. I mean, yeah, uh-huh, we get the joke now this one, uh, it's, it's just a natural fit. They're going with Yuka lately. Now your guess is as good as mine is why they picked what looks like a chameleon and a bat. But I guess that's just as silly and contrasting as a bear and a, a bird of some kind, but whatever, man, as long as the gameplay's there and it looks like it is, you know, you've got, you've got the creature that can fly right in the back that helps you fly and it helps the move set. Uh it's incredibly charming and i heard the music man and obviously the same composer but now they're doing ukulele stuff <laughs> so it's it's really quite adorable man and i just miss those types of games that's what i yeah. most that's what i'm most excited for because and that's why i'm a retro guy man and to me retro i define retro uh by the arcade era because you know they stopped making arcade games kind of around when the ps2 that's when they kind of officially died off here in the states so everything before the ps2 era to me is retro n64 is retro sega dreamcast makes the cut i know it was 128 bit back when bits meant a damn but uh just like the ps2 but to me sega sega dreamcast still qualifies and it's just so i was a that was an underrated console too fucking amazing console it's it's just you know Sega's downfall, not to derail the conversation too bit uh, too much, uh, but the the Sega's downfall was just that uh, it was timing, man. They always had these ideas first, and it was just other people that capitalized them and made them worthwhile later. They were always too early, too quick in the game. If you remember, the Dreamcast had online capability, right? You had Fantasy Star Online. You were able to get on the web. It had the interactive. Uh, you remember the interactive memory cards. Yep. And you could raise your little little uh, fucking Sonic the Hedgehog shows or or whatever. I mean, it had all, it had all these innovative ideas and um, I don't know a what, big, what...
1: A big thing that was against it was the the piracy.
0: Yeah, you could... The games are so easy to just burn and pirate.
1: Yeah, you didn't even have to, like, hack your console or anything. It just... You'd burn it on a CD
0: no. and
1: you, There you
0: go. Which, not to... I'm not trying to say that I was part of the downfall then, but, you know, I'm a Dreamcast owner now and... You know, if there's there's a lot of titles on there that are real hard to find, so it kind of comes in handy <laughs> to if right. you really want to play the game. But, you know, me being a collector, I'm still going to buy those games, man, no matter what. But you know what? Um, am I going to burn a copy of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 sooner than I'm going to find it at a decent price? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, uh, but yeah, man, so that's where I define retro, and I, I desperately miss games like Banjo-Kazooie or, you know, Uh, Hopefully, ukulele coming out, and because they just don't do that anymore, there's always got to be like some extra element to make it new age. You know, Mario 64 was what it was, and Nintendo's still doing it, man. Like, I love Mario 3D World. I think it's amazing. But all these other companies, man, they're adding all these new gimmicks. Now it's all about open world. Every game has to be online capable. I don't play online, man. I like a good campaign. You you know, people talk about these these Call of Duty games. How many people actually play the campaigns to a Call of Duty game opposed to how many people just buy it for the online parties? Nobody really, I mean, I'm not saying nobody, but, you know, the ratio is real slim, man. Give me a game that I can play by myself when I get home from work or whatever an entire day and I just want to unwind. Give me a game like Banjo Kazooie where it's not too taxing on me to sit there and just put in 30 minutes if that's all I've got before I want to crash, man. You know, in 30 minutes I can clear a stage. You know, in a game like Mario 64, I can get a couple of stars and it's a good stopping point. It's not too much of a commitment. You know, you're, you join you join these uh, raids or you get in on a game in Call of Duty and you could be there all night, man. All of a sudden you got people depending on you. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got, I got little brothers that are like that. Oh, they 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 rush home, or they say no to certain plans because they got plans to play a game with a whole bunch of their crew at like eight o'clock and raid somebody. I'm like, for Pete's sake! I got enough people depending on me in real life. <laughs> I, I, I've got enough schedule keeping to do in real life, man. I thought video games were supposed to be uh, uh, an escape, a little, uh, some downtime, something to unwind and relax with. Good lord, that sounds like work to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you and, gotta be, gotta be at eight, Aaron. No. Yeah, it, I remember watching somebody play it,
1: and there's a part where they're at of uh, the newest one. They're at a funeral, and uh, he goes up to the casket, and it says, "Press X to mourn." <laughs> Did you see
0: that? Nah. That was a big that was a big internet meme for a while. Good lord, I, it's just dumb. know I mean, this is kind of derailing a little bit, but I, 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 another one of those gimmicks is can can active. Time, what? No, not act of time. Is it? was I'm getting it right, the act of time movements. Like, remember how Resident Evil Four started? It was cool because it was new at the time. You know, All right. you know hurry up, press, hurry up, mash. X. Yeah, the, X the square. Quick, yeah, the quick, quick time, time quick time events. Yeah, dude, I, that's been played out. Kill that. Yeah. Kill that. I was playing the new Mortal Kombat X, the story mode of that, and it seems like they would just kind of throw those in the story mode, and it seemed like they did it just so the the the, the player isn't falling asleep. Right. Let's give you a reason to stay engaged with this story. They do
1: it like there's plenty of games where they do it in the most just stupid ways. Like, like you walk up to a car and you're supposed to push the car. You can't just walk up to it and start
0: pushing towards it. You got (laughs) you got to start hitting X, like mash X. I mean, if this is their attempt, I mean, see, Nintendo does it right. They're trying to bring people into the game and think of new, innovative ideas. So yeah, you know, even though it sucked the idea of the motion controllers was a valiant effort and even now you know i'm actually a big fan now granted just like the motion controllers they don't utilize the gamepad like they should but for the games that do it it, it's such a cool little gimmick it works and i'm sorry that that does not cut it for me that doesn't apply as that doesn't work as interactive when i have to it's like hey let's make them push x or let's to mourn (laughs) at a funeral, it's like, no, that's fucking stupid, that's just monotonous it's like, that's like, that's like going, we're taking back steps now, we're going back to the days in 1996 Resident Evil, where we have to push X to go up the motherfucking stairs
1: or the or the Sega CD games where you're just watching cutscenes and <laughs> making little commands.
0: Oh my God, the Power Rangers Sega CD game where you're basically watching episodes of the TV show <laughs> and you're push you're pushing buttons to and if you push the right buttons, you know basically what happens in the fight in the show happens, but if not, oh, you die and you gotta do it again. It's so stupid, man like kids are not dumb. Uh-huh. You know, I guess uh-huh. they are.
1: What was that game where it was like Corey Haim and he was in an apartment building oh, or something?
0: Oh my god, that's so stupid. That's <laughs> so fucking dumb. That, uh, I can't think of it. It wasn't Night Trap, was it? Yeah. Was no, it Night wasn't. Trap? No, no it, was, wasn't. it was It was one, I, I can't think of it.
1: Night Trap was another one, though. Yeah, no, but. I know
0: Night Trap. Um, I have Night Trap. But oh yeah? The, I don't have the Corey Haim one, and I, I've watched the video footage on YouTube a million times and his acting was fucking horrible. <laughs> and he is Corey hand. what can we say, rest in peace. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's like th- these gimmicks are stupid. Like when you when you're introducing when you're not being innovative like Nintendo at the very least. That's why I give him some slack, man, because you know what, when you're when you're taking risks, man, they're not going to always work right they're gonna bomb you're gonna get you know backlash but you know it's all about that that risk and that that uh that money shot man because when you make it and when you get it you might change the game and and make gangbusters but yeah. you know for for somebody like uh sony or microsoft to sit there and put in these fucking push x to more gimmicks or push x to enter your car i'm like it's, that's just going backwards in time that's not moving forward like i said that's pushing x to go up the stairs in resident evil guess what they did in resident evil 3 by resident Evil 3 you weren't doing that anymore you yeah. could just walk up the stairs like this yeah. is fucking amazing yeah. oh my god really it took people this long to just do this it's time saver but um, with that said the original Resident Evil is my favorite but yeah so I'm looking forward to this sort of uh, retro throwback I'm excited to live in this era where you know sure. we're getting Shovel Knight you know games like Shovel Knight or Rogue Legacy like you know oh, we,
1: be- we better mention
0: uh the uh, Bloodstained no yeah the Bloodstained that's the Castlevania one right yeah, why don't you tell us about that? You know a little bit more about it. It's one of my favorite
1: games, period. Not just the from original,
0: the original Castlevania, or what? yeah,
1: or no, uh, Symphony of the Night.
0: What is it? Uh, you steal souls and make <laughs> them your slaves. Is right. that? Did I get that right? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what he fucking said. But have you have they released really screenshots of it yet, or like uh, video footage? I've seen
1: random screenshots. It looks like Symphony of the Night. You're playing as yeah, you're playing as a girl on this one, and
0: and they've totally twisted it. Like the enemies look similar to Castlevania enemies, but they're not quite the same, right? But the thing is, is like they can't they can't patent Medusa heads, yeah. You know, so can he get away with having things like Medusa well, I don't... skeletons? Can they? Why I don't... not? Because I remember like God of War had
1: stuff like that, didn't it?
0: Yeah, they can't. I mean, Medusa's a. It, that that should be totally uh
1: oh you said they can't okay
0: no i would say they can't sit there and patent that that stuff is public domain you'd think those right. are greek storm mythology you know
1: and I mean, even and even stuff like dracula
0: yeah even dracula yeah there you go man dracula i mean that's just stuff like that so that would be really really cool hopefully uh so he. you're right he might be able to hit a little closer to home than someone like uh mighty number no. nine with mega man he might he might be able to rip off a little bit more than uh than everybody else. but right. When is that one due? Uh, I, I don't remember a date. But I, I, I'm i really happy with
1: the turnout. It's getting like passing multiple goals. Like every day I see a new one and stuff. Did so it, I'm really excited is it, about is it them.
0: doing as well as that? Did you see how much money the ukulele one made? Uh-uh. Uh, now, I don't have the numbers right in front of me. I mean, I knew them at one point. But uh, let's just say that they hit like red- they hit like 400 of their goal in the for- the first hour oh really it was it was absolutely insane like they've made way more money than they commanded and you know of course there's gonna be all these crazy stretch goals they're probably gonna create more stretch goals There, i mean it's just they just it just shows you how many people love games like that and just miss a no frills just adventure game man i don't i don't need all this crazy stuff and the best part about this whole indie movement and the whole crowdfunding movement is uh you know a game like mighty number nine that's gonna retail for only 30 bucks you know it's 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 gonna be on wii u i know it'll probably i don't know if it'll be on uh sony or or xbox yet but i know it's gonna be on the wii u and it's gonna retail 29.99 because you got these indie guys it was crowdfunded you don't have to fucking pay out uh you know sony's or these mainstream distributors for all i know i mean it's all in-house um no, less middleman i understand probably so you know i would totally expect games like ukulele and bloodstain to be in that price range because games well, i mean they're just too much money yeah they, they they're, they're about go, they're about 30 bucks more than they should be they really are man Brand I mean, new. now as far as modern games if i'm gonna play a game like demon souls and get like 100 hours out of it yeah okay i can oh, see yeah I could see you justifying a price there, but the prices really need to be fluctuated more with what's the content. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, give me... There's so many games out there that... Did you hear about that game, uh, Evolve? No, I didn't. What's that? (laughs) Apparently, like,
1: uh, the game costs 60 bucks like every other game, but if you want to unlock the full game, which is, like, all the weapons and stuff, which is uh, downloadable content... You end up paying like I think I
0: read that altogether it averaged at like two hundred something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's another thing about this whole era that just pisses me off, man. Everybody, you know, and obviously Capcom got a lot of flack for it, and I think the the, the game locked content on on Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Oh my right, god, yeah. I bought that and. I didn't, I didn't buy it. I waited till I scored it online. Uh, I mean, it still kind of went against my morals, but I eventually did buy it when I found it on sale or whatever two years later for five bucks. But it's yeah. like you have all these characters that are, you know, on-disc DLC, locked content, and it's just BS. And there's the controversy of uh, uh, the new Batman Arkham game. You've heard about that? Uh, no. Now they're charging – I don't remember how much it is, man. They're charging a ridiculous amount for the season pass. Oh, okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's ridiculous, man. It's like, eight, I think it was like 80 bucks. Yeah. And, but they won't even tell you what's in it. They just said it's bound to include new skins and car. And even that, it's like, you know what? You expect us to pay early for this, all this much money, which is more than the fucking game. And I mean, forgive me if some of my facts aren't right here, but give or take. Yeah, I I probably
1: messed up that evolve. I'm sure someone looked- <laughs> Evolve didn't cost over two hundred bucks, you asshole. Yeah, I'm, I mean, well, I'm sorry. I mean, I guess I, I, I
0: could be that guy in the podcast that's doing this every second. Let me see. <laughs> I don't want to be that asshole, man, because that drives me absolutely crazy. But you know, whatever, dude. I mean, we don't have to be accurate. But uh, no, man, the outcome game—it's ridiculous. It's something like eighty bucks. It's more than the cost of the game, and for that price, you better tell me what I'm getting. And B don't don't even charge me that price, but yeah, at least tell me what I'm getting. And, but C, man, it's like the stuff they said it's bound to include. It's like th- that's scaring me, yeah. you know. And it's just it's just ridiculous. I think it's horrible. I think it's disrespectful, and it's just going to cause. It might end up being the cause of the second big video cra- video game crash. You know, like yeah. it crashed back in the Atari days. I, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I mean, it, it's too huge now. I really don't think that'll happen. It's just absolutely massive now. It's so mainstream. We don't even have to get into that now. It's well, some not,
1: people, some people argue that it's happening now with the lack of quality. Yeah, yeah, it's saturation. But that's a, yeah, that's a different kind of
0: that's thing a, altogether. That's a different uh, conversation. But uh, and it's way, it's a much bigger mainstream animal than it was back in the early '80s. Um, you know you have everybody playing it. It's not just your geeks your d d people or whatever. It's it's your jocks having halo parties It's it's everybody man. It's your role-playing goon. It's everybody But like I said, you know back in the Atari days they had the big crash and it was Nintendo that came out of nowhere and saved it Thank God, but you know what I mean If that if we're not gonna see another crash due to this stuff due to the saturation over you know quantity over quality because you know I mean, I'm sorry I'm surprised the first person shooter uh, genre isn't dead yet. Yeah. Every, you know, even 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 in the late 90s when the JRPG explosion happened with FF7 and then yeah. those games had sort of their era, you know, you had like uh, you know Xenogears coming out, and you had like Vagrant Story and all that stuff. Thanks and of course the PlayStation era Final Fantasy games. Even that died out. Right, How, yeah. how long did that last? 6 years? Yeah. Dude, the, I mean, for, it, it, it was still going when the ps2 came out wasn't it well with ff10 you know but even then that, uh, yeah. that was you know final fantasy 7 came out what 1997 something like yeah. that and then when did final fantasy 10 come out like what 2002 2001 2000, something like 2001 right so i'm saying yeah. it really was only huge for like it had its four or five year window and you know there was a couple of games on the PS2, and you know what? There was a couple of games on the PS3. Like you know, God bless them. Like Nino Cooney, my favorite game of the last generation. Absolutely right. adore that game. But there's but they don't sell, and there's not enough people making them. And even like you know, we all know Square, Enix, they jump ship. They're making shitty modern games that have a whole bunch of fucking uh, event time fucking things I just complained about, and they're all about quick time action, and it's just. I, I just can't relate to it, and it's yeah. just not the same anymore. So even that genre died off a little bit. Why has first-person shooters? How many of these games can you really tell apart? Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Call of Duty from the Battlefield series, from all these. I mean, I mean, even the the MMO type thing. Even like your your Bethesda titles are starting to. I mean, I know Fallout's nothing like uh, Elder Scrolls, but we got more and more of those games coming out. Right. Yeah. And it's just we need to take a step back. And as much as I love Absolutely love Demon Souls and Dark Souls. You got you got those copycats coming out of the woodwork, and we, we're having those games come out. And it's just let's take a step back. And yeah. so that's just all the more reason why I'm stoked to, you know, if we're not going to come out with any new ideas that are engaging, fuck man, let's just take a, a page or two from nostalgia. Let's let's give these games like Ukulele a chance. Let's pay a little less for them, and let's. I I totally endorse Kickstarter if it's used effectively. Some companies. I think it's abused. You know, you have these companies like Capcom where I'm not saying they're doing this, but I could. This is exactly what they would do. Like everybody wants a Mega Man game right now. Capcom can put up the money to put out a Mega Man game. But of course, they want to make a profit. So they're going to be they would be like hypothetically. All right. If you guys really want a Mega Man game, show us how much you want a Mega Man game. We'll start a crowdfund and you guys pay for it. Oh, oh, man. But there's companies that do that. Bigger companies that are afraid to (laughs) invest their own money. Do
1: you, you remember how many like times they were like, hey, we're going to make a new Mega Man game. Let's, uh, they must have greenlit like five of them and they all got canceled. Like I remember at one time they had the guys that did uh, Metroid Prime doing a Mega Man game. Do you remember like the footage for that?
0: Yeah, the first person you had the buster out there. Yeah, yeah that, that it, idea could have been cool.
1: It looked, it, yeah, it was just like Mega... Uh, Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime, yeah. Was that
0: being developed by the retro guys?
1: Yeah, I think it was the same team and everything.
0: Yeah. But I've seen the screenshots and it would have been cool. I mean, I guess it could have went either way. But see, we have these companies that have the dough that are doing that because they don't want to take gambles like a business should. This is what a business is what Nintendo does. I mean, there's a difference between listening to the audience and then putting it all on them now. But see, you know, you have these indie guys like, you know, the people behind Bloodstained, Mighty Number 9 and Ukulele. That's a whole different, you know, bunch of bananas there. Uh, That's fantastic. It works because you're paying you know, what you're getting. You're paying for what you want, and you're getting something out of it. And you know, you're you don't have to worry about some. Maybe it's better. like personally, man, I'm stoked for Mighty Number Nine. And honestly, Capcom can go suck an egg with they if they came out of the new Mega Man tomorrow. You know, I think I'm going to go towards the original creator and his new vision for a cheaper price that asks the fans what they want yeah. than go for another shitty Mega Man game. Because everybody's clamoring for a new Mega Man game, but here's the thing Mega Man hasn't had a good game in 15 years, probably.
1: <laughs> did, you,
0: did you uh, not like. Mega Man Nine and Ten. Okay, I'm sorry, I totally forgot about Mega Man Nine and Ten. Those
1: the, ones. I was trying I was trying to put that in there. I was so excited and proud of Capcom whenever they started talking about Mega Man Nine and you started seeing stuff for it and then they did the ten uh, number ten and after that they kind of lost interest in it again.
0: I wish I wish they would do that thing with Mega Man X because Mega Man X derailed. Those those PS2 Mega Man X games are just bullshit. Uh, yep. The Ma- the PlayStation Mega Man X's aren't nearly. They just kept deteriorating with each generation of gaming. And the only one that's like a perfect ten through and through is the first one. I would love for them to sit there and make a straight up download version of a new Mega Man X game. Call it Mega Man X. I think they're. All, I think it would be nine at this point, And just have it be the entire engine from the first Mega Man X, the Super Nintendo games. Right. That would be just. I would think that would be just as simple with our technology to do as doing an eight bit one. Yeah. You know, and I would be all about it. I would like. You know what? I'll take it. I will take it so anyway totally stoked I'm, I'm all about uh, people that are using technology and you know these new platforms for getting games off the ground um, as long as they're utilized appropriately and I'm stoked for them man